alive, feeling better. I appreciate all those that held me up in prayer. Had a little sinus issue going on that time of the year, but but we're back, and I appreciate my uh, dear old dad stepping in last week. I know I talked to several people that really enjoyed that, uh, and you never hear too much about healing because we all need it, and thank God Jesus paid the price so that we could receive everything in our bodies that God wants us to have with healing and health. So tonight we're going to go in a little different direction. Um, I, when you look at everything that's going on with the world and, you know, we, we've talked about end times and most of you I know know that we're, we're in the last of the last days. But uh, when you begin to see some of the things, not just in our uh, government here in the United States of America, but when you begin to look at the worldwide system, what they're doing, what, what they're planning, things they're lining up, it really begins to put everything into perspective of where the world as a, as a whole, where they're trying to take us. And tonight... I want to talk about a little bit about AI, but the majority of what I want to talk about tonight is understanding the truth about the elite. Some call it the Illuminati or the cabal, um, but most we'll just use the elite tonight, but it, it's this group of people that want to control the world. We're going to talk about them. We're going to talk a little bit about the new digital currency that they're trying to push, uh, not Bitcoin. I'm talking about federal-backed uh, digital currency. And also, we're going to talk about something that has been going on in China for just a little while, but uh, the United States is also talking about this, as is other countries, and it's called a social credit score. And these things, I believe, by the end of the show, Tonight, I hope you have a better understanding so when you do see these things, you'll begin to understand that we are living in the last of the last days. And I know some people say, yeah, but that stuff's not important to me. Yes, it's very important to you. And you need to be aware of these things. The Bible talks about us being aware of the devices of Satan. And we, if, if we're not aware of a device, if you're not aware of the signs of an attack or things like that, then how do you know how to prevent them? But if you're aware of the signs, then you know how to go into God's word and find the answer because the Bible says no weapon formed against us shall prosper. So tonight we're going to start out. I got about a four-minute video. This is a guy that I've told you about a few times. His name is Yuval Harari. He's a doctor or professor uh, under... Klaus Schwab, uh, he speaks at a lot of the WEF forums, NATO, uh, you know, all these different things. He's, he's come out in the last few years, very outspoken person. He's coming to the limelight, and a lot more people's beginning to, to hear him, but he's on the very forefront pushing AI, uh, which we've already had a podcast on that, but we're going to get into it a little bit tonight. But in this video, I want you to pay very close attention to what he's saying, some of the key phrases that he's saying, and I'm going to go back through these as we get off there, uh, as that video ends. We're going to go back through and discuss these, and I'll show you how these lead into the elite, the Illuminati, the one world currency, the you know digital currency, and the social credit score. So right now, just... Pay close attention, and we're going to watch this video. Crafting bills, finding weaknesses both in computer code and also in legal contracts and in legal agreements. But perhaps most importantly, the new AI tools are gaining the ability to develop deep and intimate relationships with human beings. Each of these abilities deserves an entire discussion. And it is difficult for us to understand their full implications. So, let's make it simple. When we take all of these abilities together as a package, they boil down to one very, very big thing. The ability to manipulate 
and to generate language, whether with words or images or sounds. The most important aspect of the current phase of the ongoing AI revolution is that AI is gaining mastery of language at a level that surpasses the average human ability. And by gaining mastery of language, AI is seizing the master key, unlocking the doors of all our institutions, from banks to temples. Because language is the tool that we use to give instructions to our bank and also to inspire heavenly visions in our minds. Another way to think of it is that AI has just hacked the operating system of human civilization. The operating system of every human culture in history has always been language. In the beginning was the word. We use language to create mythology and laws, to create gods and money, to create art and science, to create friendships and nations. For example, human rights are not a biological reality. They are not inscribed in our DNA. Human rights is something that we created with language by telling stories and writing laws. Gods are also not a biological or physical reality. Gods, too, is something that we humans have created with language by telling legends and writing scriptures. Money is not a biological or physical reality. Banknotes are just worthless pieces of paper, and at present, more than 90% of the money in the world is not even banknotes. It's just electronic information in computers passing from here to there. What gives money of any kind value is only the stories that people like bankers and finance ministers and cryptocurrency gurus tell us about money. Sam Bankman-Fried, Elizabeth Holmes and Bernie Madoff didn't create much of real value, but unfortunately, they were all extremely capable storytellers. Now, what would it mean for human beings to live in a world where perhaps most of the stories, melodies, images, laws, policies, and tools are shaped by a non-human, alien intelligence which knows how to exploit with superhuman efficiency the weaknesses, biases, and addictions of the human mind and also knows how to form deep and even intimate relationships with human beings? That's the big question. Already today, in games like chess, no human can hope to beat a computer. What if the same thing happens in art, in politics, When you listen to this speech, there's a few things we're going to go over here, but he starts out and he says that AI has the ability to manipulate, not, not make better or correct, manipulate. And manipulate is, is not something that in a good, it's not in a good connotation. Uh, but he's talking about manipulating language, images, sounds, and, and we already know this by a lot of AI that's come out in the last year. Um, you know, you, you can do some pretty neat stuff with it. Not all of AI is bad, but I think the end game of those creating AI, it is. Um, but you, you can take an image now. Uh, that I, I even have an app on my phone where I can take a picture of mine and it can put me in a tuxedo. Uh, it can put me in some loungewear by the beach, I mean, you know, different hairstyles. You can do all kinds of stuff, and it looks real. You can, um, you know, type in stuff on a, a, a AI software called ChatGPT, and, and it's very useful. 
Uh, you can get ideas and, and it can write things out for you and help you with different things like that. But they also come out where you can take a recording of my voice or Josh's or anybody's and put it in this software and then type out what you want it to say. And it will literally sound just like me saying something. So you see, by manipulating these things, you realize that if you go against the grain, if you start going against this system, they can create images of you that are false. They can use a, a recording of you saying certain things that are not true. And, you know, so all these things we have to take into account. And then he went on and he said that AI is gaining the master key of language to unlock the doors of banking and temples or all the way from banking to temples. Now, the, the thing I, I found interesting here is when he said uh, unlocking doors all the way from banking to temples, did you notice the image that was behind him on the screen? It looked like a, a big temple. And what it reminded me of, the first thing I thought is, could this be the new or modern uh, Tower of Babel? Because, you know, AI and what these people are doing, it's, it's Satan uh, trying to become God. We, we know that. But they're trying to reach the heavens. And, you know, and with AI, they're saying that they can unlock language. They can do all these super... Uh, or superhuman type feats that we would not be able to do without the the access of AI. Uh, he talked about AI would give us notice the key words they words they use here heavenly visions uh, in our minds. Well, you know, visions of heaven come from heaven. They don't come from AI. Um, you know, there's different things that they use there. That if you just listen to it. For what, you know, face value, you, you may not catch it, but when you understand the, the background of what these things are here for and you start hearing these key phrases and listen to it again, you know, and by the way, if, if some of you are just tuning in, you may want to go back to the beginning and watch that video so you'll understand more of what I'm talking about with the, the video of that Yuval, Yuval, uh, Yuval Harari. But, you know, he said here that AI has just hacked the operating system of civilization or culture of human, the human race. And he's saying that AI understands the human race and can now manipulate it through language. He's using very key words here with language because when you understand language, you know, our laws are written in language. There's, you know, uh, everything is defined through language. And, you know, he even went on and he said, I don't know if some of you may have noticed this, but he said um, that, you know, with language, he was talking about we, we write our own laws with language and we write our culture with language. He, he was making a statement that our inalienable rights, our human rights are not given by God. We wrote them with language. And then he went on to say that, you know, I thought this was very interesting. He said, we use language to create. And right before that, he said, in the beginning was the word. He didn't say, and the word was God. He said the word, which we would think of or associate with language. And he said, we have used that to create mythology. We've used that to create gods money, art, and science. He is saying that we created gods and that through AI, they would be able to show us the real truth that there is no God, that it's things that we created, and that AI would be able to, in one video, I didn't have a video, this video uh, tonight, but in one of them, that Yuval Harari says that AI would be able to rewrite the Bible and correct scripture. And, you know, that's just absolute absurdity because God doesn't need to be corrected. He doesn't need somebody, uh, some artificial intelligence or a human, you know, uh, to tell him what that scripture really means. 
And, you know, when he said these things, you know, we have to realize that they're, they're keen words that will draw the masses in because these people sound intelligent. They use these big words and, and they use uh, key phrases to make us lean in to what they're saying to trust them that, hey, maybe, maybe what they're saying is right. And they always will put in the forefront in the, the trial stages or beginning areas or beginning stages of something, they always put the positive out front. Uh, there was one article I read today that just in the last, I think, year, uh, which I guess the biggest push of AI has been in the last year, that there's been over 3,000 tools created to work with and accompany AI. So there's a big push for AI. And we have to understand that AI in itself, like I said earlier, we, we've used it some, uh, you know, I think uh, there's good things with it, but at the same time, the ultimate goal or end game for this AI is not for our benefit or for our safety, but that is the way that they portray this. You know, and he said that human rights are not bi biological, that gods are not real, that they were you know, created with language, and we created God by telling stories and writing scripture. So he's he's even stating here that we wrote the scripture. You know that that God didn't have anything to do with that. We created the gods and we wrote the scripture. But we know that Second Timothy chapter three, I believe, verse sixteen, it says that all scripture is given by inspiration, the inspiration of God, and it's profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. So you see, he's trying to turn people away from what God's word says and getting them to think, well, wait a minute, if man wrote the word, then, then it's flawed because it was written by man. And then he went on to say that money is just a transaction. And I do understand with what he's saying, you know, when I deposit a check in the bank, I can go into that bank and withdraw actual cash and put it in my hands, but that's not my actual cash. My, my amount in my account is really digital. And if I make a payment online, which most of us pay all of our bills online now, um, I don't, you know, no many people that still are writing checks, we, we go online and pay it for the convenience of it. But all it is is when I hit the pay button, then that company that I owe the, the amount to, it pings my bank account, and then it releases digitally the amount from my account and puts it in theirs. There's actually no physical money has changed hands. So, yes, it is electronic transactions, but he's, what he's doing is he's downplaying actual money, currency, so that we get in the mindset that, well, if stuff's really digital, then why do we even need any currency? And when you get into that mindset, they're getting us prepped and getting us ready for uh, this digital bank, uh, well, I think the central digital bank currency or central bank digital currency, something like that that our government's trying to roll out, you know, um, they're getting us prepped for that so that we, we just accept it, you know. Um, and, you know, I believe that that's one of the reasons I wanted to, to talk on this tonight is, you know, don't fall hook, line, and sinker for all of this stuff because these, these people sound smart and they say the right words. Go back to the Word of God and see what God's Word says about these kind of things that we're facing. And he went on and talked about alien uh, technology or, or uh, alien uh, intelligence. Yeah, that was the word I was looking for. Thank you. Um, but he said that this was something I thought was key. He said the alien uh, intelligence will exploit with, with superhuman efficiency, meaning fast, the weaknesses the biases and addictions of the human mind. So you think about that. 
artificial intelligence would be able to, you know, kind of map us and track us. What do we look at on uh, social media? What kind of uh, movies do we watch on our TV? What do we search on our computers? They will be able to do those things and create algorithms that affect us. And in a sense, they already do that. I mean, how many of y'all uh, may be talking about uh, a used car or a car you, you like and you thought about buying, and when you open your social media app in the ads, there's already uh, used car lots? You know, we've all fell prey to that. You may talk about clothes, and when you open it up, there'll be uh, clothing store uh, advertisements on your social media feeds. You know, um, so some of these things are already happening. You know, and I don't know some people. I don't. I don't think fully understand what our government and the the deep state are doing. But even with our phones, the cameras, just like with uh, you know our iPads, our iPhones, all of these things that are connected to the internet, um, they can at any moment flip a switch and they can look in our, through our camera. They can listen into what we're doing. They, they can do that with our TVs. You know, uh, your TVs have cameras on them, whether you believe it or not, and they have microphones on them as they do a receiver, but they can to listen in to your conversations. You know, our days of privacy that we were used to are gone. You know, um, you have all this, the, what the CC, what's that, closed circuit cameras, closed, whatever the, CCTV. yeah, CCTV and they portray these as security, which they have been beneficial in a lot of areas, catching criminals and things. But even when you look at stuff over in Japan, I mean, you go through a stoplight and these like nine cameras facing in every direction. And what they're able to do is they're able to track us and, and follow our traits and the things that we do, our mannerisms. And it said, you know, he said that AI would be able to, uh, it, with superhuman, it would exploit our, with superhuman, our weaknesses, our biases, and addictions. So by saying that, what it tells me is, you know, as this thing goes on, if, if you're not rooted and grounded in the word of God, they'll have you hook, line, and sinker, and there'll be nothing you can do about it. And then the other thing he said in closing was he said that this artificial intelligence would be able to create a deep and intimate relationship with humans. That's that I, you know that that just sickens me to think that AI that in in the coming years that they would be people that would have a deep and intimate relationship with something that's not even human, you know, because of this artificial intelligence, you know, and it's growing more and more stronger and stronger every day. And, you know, like I said, there are good things on it. There's good parts of AI, just like with social media, social media, uh, for the reasons it was created. No, it was created so that we would, it, you know, they could get in our homes and get in our lives and see what we like and what we dislike and learn more about us so that they could learn to control things. But at the same time, when you look at social media, look at what we're able to do through uh, social media and platforms like this, we're able to spread the gospel. So there's always good sides to it, you know, and I know a lot of people are talking about, well, I don't like to give out my, my uh, information. Well, if you have a social media account or you've ever bought anything at least one time on the Internet, they have all your information. I mean, you, you give it freely because of convenience and, you know, I'm guilty of it. The majority of you are guilty of it. We, we, we didn't do it knowingly, but we did it because of convenience. It was super easy. I mean, everybody orders stuff off of Amazon and everybody orders stuff off of other online uh, platforms because of the convenience. But in doing that, where we felt convenient, Blindly, we gave up our information, our, our you know, uh, banking information, our birth certificate, Social Security, all these things about us that says who we are. 
they we give that up and then they track our habits what are our buying habits or you know how often do we get on it what's the peak times that we're on it and they're learning how to manipulate us through these things but all we've done is seen it as convenience and you know i'm not out here to to tell everybody not to buy stuff online because you know i just bought something online yesterday and the convenience was it showed up at my doorstep today because i need it and i need it quick but do you see these these kind of parallels josh in the the ai and with social media and the the things they're trying to push us towards oh yeah i mean this this is it's been rampant now for some time ai you can think about it ai has been in the time frame has been going on for years now right um as as far as it ibm was the first to probably start manipulating that and that's been since the 1980s so this has been ongoing for some time and the data collection it's just been within the past couple years that we've seen the technology grow devices are getting smaller and thinner they're able to compact a lot more uh, memory and infrastructure into a, a phone or a tv or any of those types of things and so that's where the, you're seeing the convergence of it happen um i think the thing there again is for the people is you know to be mindful of it and how you use the technology it's for every believer out there you, you know i use it as a tool right if you keep tools tools they don't become something else. Yeah, exactly. You know, so um, you use these things as tools. You're mindful of them. Um, you try to prevent as much as you can. And then here's the other thing is everybody quit putting your stuff all out on the Internet so everybody else can see it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I think that's just, the, that's just the common sense approach to it. Everybody else wants to post, 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 but uh, very rarely do, do I ever I ever post a lot just because I'm, I'm I'm more interested in posting things that are going on for church related type stuff or yeah. for business related type stuff. The rest of the stuff like that, I mean, my friends are my friends, you know. Yeah. I, I don't care if you're t five miles away or you're a hundred miles away, you're still my friend. So I can communicate with you in other forms and factors. So I think that's the thing. I think I think the thing that we need to look at from the AI and especially everything that this guy said. This guy, correct me if I'm wrong, Wes, is he's he's Jewish, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so here, here's, you know, here's a Jewish man that is, you know, already distorting and perverting the word of God in, a, in his, uh, in his lecture that he gave there. And then they put the, the tower of Babel up on, yeah. on there. And I mean, the, the red flags went up everywhere. whenever I saw the video and stuff. And so, um, there's just things there that, you know, there's an antichrist agenda out there. Um, and he's going to start trying to manipulate, the, the pros and cons of that. And um, unfortunately we're just in this technology age and things are rampant and rapidly changing. Um, and, and, the th and, and where we live at today. Yeah, that's right. And, you know, uh, I don't know for sure, you know, but, but according to what I've, I've researched, he's Jewish. Um, he is a homosexual. Uh, he's got a strong jawline. Uh, and he's intelligent, you know, uh, a lot of those things line up to, to describe what the antichrist will be not saying for sure. That's him. Just, Hey, some of the boxes are checking and red flags going up, but, um, you know, this whole thing about, you know, where it was talking about, and this really stood out to me when he talked there at the end about that, it would be able to create that deep and intimate relationship with a human being and he also he opened up that that uh his speech with that same thing at the beginning as it was playing and you know i'm reminded in daniel chapter 2 down around i don't know thir verse 33 somewhere in there where daniel's interpreting that dream and he talks about the iron mixing with the clay you know iron represents machinery or technology and the clay represents human beings so could it be that they're trying to create out of this and this artificial intelligence once that regular humans come uh, intimate with these beings that they'll create some kind of superhuman race that's more uh, artificial intelligence than it is natural, you know. Those things are things that we have to look at. And, you know, when you follow uh, this guy, like I said, he, he come up under Klaus Schwab. 
uh, he's been around Bill Gates and George Soros and these people. That's what leads us to the next part is the elites. And most of you have heard of them. Like I say, some people call them the Illuminati. Some people call them the cabal, deep state, whatever you want to call them. Basically, all of these people want the same thing. They want a one-world government. They want one-world currency, and they want a one-world religion. What they're doing is they're trying to make happen what will happen when Jesus returns to establish his kingdom on the earth, because then there'll be a one world religion. <laughs> you know, I believe that there'll be a, a one world government, but because the government's going to rest on his shoulders, you know, of the whole world, they're trying to do this because they're trying to create a race and establish this race that will worship uh, the, the beast system and worship Satan and not worship God, which we all know in the end it fails, but we still have to be ready and paying attention. We, we, we can't walk through these last days with our eyes shut asleep thinking, well, you know, it don't matter what's going to happen because Jesus is going to return and I'm going to go up to heaven and be with him. So I don't even have to pay these things no attention. No, we're walking in the beginning of things. You know, when the rapture takes place, they can't just, as soon as the rapture takes place, they can't just bust out with artificial intelligence and one world currencies and governments and all of these things without have already talking about them and already be conditioning people for a one world government and one world leadership. I mean, when you look at what we've went through with the pandemic, you know, how quickly the world, not just one, the world as a whole put masks on. You know, and everywhere you went, people, everybody had on masks. You couldn't go in stores without having a mask on, you know, and if you did, people would, would uh, belittle you, humiliate you, you know, berate you. Some people were even attacked. You even look uh, at the videos over in uh, England and places where people that didn't wear a mask were slammed up against walls by the police force, threw down on the ground, and arrested. So... We've already seen part of this, and then when you look at everybody, and I know this is a touch, touchy subject for people, but we're going to put it out there anyway, you know, how many people jumped, I mean jumped, when they said we've got a vaccine? Everybody went for the vaccine without doing their own research. Why? Because we have gotten so accustomed to convenience that we've even took convenience by listening to what these high-up people tell us, we just trust them. We don't research it ourselves. We don't do our own, what I like to call our due diligence, to, to seek it out ourselves. And, you know, the Bible even talks about that. We have to study to show ourselves. You know, and I've said that from the pulpit. My, my dad has, and I know Josh understands this as well. You know, don't just take what a preacher says from the pulpit, you study the words yourself. You find the truths in the words yourself. And you see, that's what happened in our societies all around the world is we blindly, when they said shut everything down, everybody shut down. When they said put on the mask, we all put on masks. And when they said vaccines, people lined up everywhere for vaccines. But looking back, you know, there's a lot of people that wish they hadn't have took those vaccines and hadn't have took those boosters because, you know, even Dr. Fauci's coming out talking about how that the vaccines cause myocarditis in men. We've seen a, a significant drop in the uh, birth rates in young women and young men because it's made them sterile because of what's in the vaccines. I watched a video today from Congress. They're being questioned. Why did they put an additive in the vaccine that is known to be one of the strongest cancer-causing agents that there is, but yet it's in the vaccines. Why was all these things done? Well, that leads in the one-world government, one-world currency, one-world religion. It, they want global dominance and control of the population. The elite believe that for a healthy world that we can only have a population of around 500 million people. So I believe that what they're doing is they're trying to cull out people 
to get it down to a lower population. They don't believe we can sustain life and produce foods and things if our population gets too large, uh, you know, which boggles my mind because I, I don't think God is seated on his throne. And I don't think he nudged Jesus in the arm one day with uh, Jesus. Uh, I didn't think about it. We got too many people on the earth. Uh, how are we going to feed them all? You know, it's not, it don't phase him. He created the earth and he told Adam and Eve to go out and replenish and multiply. You know, he knew the earth would grow and expand. That's what he created it for. But you see, with the elites, we have, I, I've noticed we have a lot of, and y'all probably noticed it, we have a lot of three-letter agencies, you know, and some maybe four, but we have like the WHO, you have the WEL, you have NATO, you have the CDC, you have the IRS, CIA, FBI, DOJ, you have all these three-letter agencies. All of these are agencies of control. They want to be able to get into our life, see what we do, what we think, how we believe. Are you going to be trouble or are you going to go along? They're learning us through all this artificial intelligence. They're collecting data on us. You know, there's a high probability that this video, this may be the only time you get to see it. They may yank this one after we put it on the air. But why? And we've already been kicked off before. Why? Because they're, they're watching us to see are we a threat to what they're trying to do or are we going along and promoting what they're trying to do. And you see, they're doing all of these things and controlling us, and people are listening. So now when you have them talking about artificial intelligence and how great it would be going into our banking system, and how convenient it would be. You wouldn't have to go to a bank. It just automatically goes into your account. And you, you don't have to worry about um, carrying cash with you anywhere. Everything can, you, you know. I mean, I went and bought groceries today at, at the store. And I didn't even pull my debit card out. I just held my phone up to the, the little kiosk there and paid for our, uh, my groceries. They've gotten things so convenient for us that they're going to push it that way so that the government, and they won't say this, they'll never say this, but listen to me. The only reason they want digital currency is so that they can control my money and your money. You know, and that's the thing that we have to be paying attention to and have to be careful with. Because here's my biggest argument with digital money. What happens when the power goes out or the Internet goes down? I mean, you know, it, it, the other week uh, a storm come through and uh, not everywhere did the power go out, but there were places, stores uh, close to where I live, their, their internet went down. Well, they were dead in the water. They couldn't do anything because they didn't have the internet to, to log in, you know, the amounts and all these things because everything's hooked to the internet, everything's digital. And then those that had the power out, even if they could accept cash, they couldn't get the registers open because everything's digital and it's hooked to the Internet, you know. And a lot of younger people today, they can't add anyway and, and deduct and do things like that without a, a calculator or a computer. They can't do simple math in their head. But it's the way we've all been taught. It's all about convenience, efficiency, being fast, you know, and moving things through as fast as we can, and that's what they're trying to set us up for is this digital currency, and when they push digital currency through, here's what's coming next, and some of you may have heard of this, and if you hadn't, do a little research on it. Uh, you know, yeah, you're not going to find out the truth if you go to Google or any of them, um, but go to a different type search engine like DuckDuckGo or a few of those different ones, and type in social credit score. You can even do it on YouTube, actually, which surprised me. But uh, China has already been doing this. And what a social credit score is, I mean, it, 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 it mirrors a little bit of like your regular credit score. You know, regular credit scores range, you know, from in the, I think, five, four hundreds all the way up to 900. 400 being absolutely horrible or 300. 
900 being the best you can get, can't get any better than that. And if you have a low credit score, maybe not any fault of your own, or maybe you went through a time where, you know, you couldn't keep your bills paid and maybe you, you know, you got behind on bills and that affected your credit rating. So now let's say you, you know, two years down the road, you're, you're doing great financially, you're making good money, keeping all your bills paid. But because of what happened a few years ago, your credit took a hit. It, it causes you heartache when you or a higher interest rate when you go to buy a home or buy a car because they're looking at your credit history. And, you know, that affects people now. I've been affected by that. And what they're going to do is once they move us into a digital currency is they're going to start something called a social credit score. Now, on the surface of a social credit score, it looks great. Uh, uh, something I think I could relate it to would be any of y'all know the search engine out there called Angie's, I think it's Angie's List. And you can go on and type in the type of work you need done, and it will give you a list of contractors or plumbers or electricians or whatever, handymen. And then as you pick on them, it gives reviews and ratings on how good they are at their job, how efficient, how professional, and then all the way down to people that get horrible results. And it kind of is going to work on that same premise because you know, when you think about it, hey, that's a good idea because they push it out that, hey, we're going to rate corporations. We're going to rate businesses with a social credit score of how good they are to their employees, to how good their customer reviews are. It's all this. And you think, well, hey, man, that's good because, uh, you know, I'd like to know what stores are better to spend my money at. Well, that's all well and good. But here's here's the catch to it. They're also going to do it to people. And, you know, on the, the surface of it, they want to push it out as well. You know, people that uh, steal, uh, people that have criminal past and have create, uh, committed crimes, we're going to report on their credit score. Their social credit score will be low. And if you're a good citizen and, and you, you, uh, you know, do the right things, your, your social credit score will be high. On the social credit score standard, it runs from a 350 to a 900, 900 being the best, 350 being the lowest. Now, all that sounds well and good if they're going to do it just on the premise of letting you know who's good, who's a bad person, who to stay away from, things like that. Here's the problem with it. When you tie the social credit score into the the belief systems of the government we have now, which we know that our government has spied on us. We know that other governments have spied on us, their own people. They're trying to get inside of our homes, inside of our minds to see what we are so they can control who we are and what we say. Now, what they'll actually do with this social credit score is, <laughs> here's how this works. If they get on and look up me, Wesley Barbie, Pastor Wesley, however you want to do it, look at our church website, our church page, look at my social media, and they see things like this video here, it's going to hurt my social credit score. I'm going to get dinged on my social credit score because I'm not pro-government. I'm not big government. I'm not, hey, let, let Uncle Sam take care of everything. Let the government control my life. I want independence. I want to make decisions based on what's best for me and nobody telling me what's best for me. I want to seek God for myself and get direction for him. When they hear that, see, I'm going against them. So it dings my credit score. And what that boils down to is now they can determine because I have a low credit score or one of you that's watching because maybe you've been outspoken about these things as well, you, you get a bad credit score. You go to fill up your car with gas and your debit card or your digital currency card won't work. Why? Well, they've deemed you with a low social credit score. So what will happen is you're only allotted so much of your own supposed money per month. They even get it to the place, and, and this happened in China. Uh, as you can see this on YouTube, 
they deemed people with low credit scores to the point these people went to buy like train tickets or airline tickets and you can't travel because you have a low social status or a low social credit score. So now I hope you can see that how they'll take digital currency that's managed by the government. I don't think digital currency in itself is a bad thing. I just don't think our government needs to have their hands in it. You, you know, you know, I, you probably know a lot more, Josh, about Bitcoin and cryptocurrency and things than I do. And what I can tell, it's not bad. But I don't think the government needs to be the one in control of it. Yeah, anything anything that's deregulated like that is the whole deploy behind the digital currency platforms. I think where you're talking about in regards to the social credit uh, scores and things that are out there is, uh, yeah, how how that affects us. And mm -hmm. <clears throat> here's the here's the thing is that I know the U.S. government is the Fed now has been inactive um, for the, maybe the past two months. And uh, they're they're working on it, but still that that's taken them five years to deploy that system. And I'll be honest with you, in five years, I don't think that they'll have it fully deployed. But right. just, just for the simple fact, it's the government, and they can't they can barely get insurance right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, we'll 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 see. Uh, we'll this next go round that that won't happen, and there's going to be a little bit of resistance to that, and and that leads into you know, Wesley. My standpoint is I think that you'll see believers, even those that you'll have those that are non-believers still believe in, in, in resisting this type of thing. Um, those will be some key things that will take place. But ultimately I think that the revival takes place during any of the, anything that takes, you know, that comes against us. Revival comes in, rapture comes in mm -hmm. and then uh, we're out of here. And yeah. so uh, we'll let, we'll let whoever else wants to handle all this, yeah, because they can have it. Yeah, and I mean that—that's the you know that's the whole thing that why I really thought it of being of an importance is, yes, this is not the the end result of what they're pushing, but see when they get you, it, it, I guess it's what is that analogy about the 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 killing the frog in the boiling water? You know, if you just keep turning that hot water up slowly. You know, he don't try to get out because he's used to being comfortable. It just raises the temperature till it's too late, you know, versus if you just threw somebody in boiling water, they're going to try to jump out. It's it's kind of that same thing. They push it off on convenience. They push it off on, well, we know best. And, you know, I like how they always say we've got all these experts. You know, yeah, I, I don't know what they're experts, but, you know. <laughs> Uh, Nothing. Every time that they try to push something, it, they their people get these titles of expert, expert analysis, expert this, expert that, you know. And and I'm thinking, no, that's really just a a cover up name for idiot. You know, they don't know what they're talking about. They're paid to talk about it. You know, it's just like when they put on there, all these scientists agree. Well, yeah, all those scientists are funded by you, so of course they're going to agree. You're paying their paycheck. I mean, you know, it's a no brainer. But this whole thing with this social credit score, and in a sense, I mean, I, I've been affected by this because, you know, uh, during the elections, I, I got kicked off of, uh, I, I got in Twitter jail. I don't know how many times I got uh, banned off of Facebook at least once, and then they completely just yanked my whole account to the point I had to create another one. Uh, our YouTube channel here, we've been dinged several times, and it's not, we're not, we're, we're just telling you that, I mean, the stuff we teach and preach and share is facts. And it's not by some fact checker sitting in their mom's basement because they don't have their own life. You know, it, this is fact checked by the word of God and by doing our own research and seeing the documentation that lines it up. And, you know, we've already, they've already trying to censor us in some ways, but we're fixing to move into a whole nother phase. If they get this pushed through with these social scores and like you say, pushing fear with, uh, you know, pandemics and different things. They're talking about all this stuff coming out, you know, and you know, they push fear because fear drives people, you know, but remember what the word of God says, God has not given us a spirit of fear. So if he hadn't give it to me, then I don't have to hang on to it. I don't have to take it. God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and of a sound mind. And in these days, 
these last days, sound mind, it's very crucial in your life. You have to have a sound mind. You have to have a spirit of discernment. I believe sound mind and spirit of discernment go hand in hand because you have to be able to discern. The Bible talks about discerning the signs of the time. You have to know what is right, what is wrong, what is godly, what is ungodly, but they're pushing all of these things in so that they can control us because if they get people going on this social credit score and digital currency and controlling us, well, then when the rapture happens and they don't know where all these billions of people are gone and why are all these graves busted open and no bodies left in the graves, why are they empty? You know, what happened? Well, it was an alien invasion. You know, and they're, oh, okay. There's still going to be people that are blind and being led like sheep to the, the, the slaughterhouse. You know, there's still going to be those, but not me and you and not the people around you. You can take videos like this and share them with your friends. Some people need stuff like this so they can say, hey, wait a minute. I need to wake up. I need to see the truths of what's going on. Maybe they don't have my best interests. Maybe I need to think for myself. I know that scares a lot of people. You know, that, that's a big statement there. Think for yourself. <laughs> you know, don't, don't let the doctors and government and education, don't let them think for you. Think for yourself. You have to remember the governments, they don't right now, but they're supposed to work for us. But the way they've created it, they're smarter than us. We're stupid, and they're supposed to tell us how to live, how to breathe, what to eat, what not to eat, where to drive, what kind of vehicles to drive, you know, the whole electric car stuff. All this stuff, you know, if you want an electric car, go get one. But it's not going to save the planet. The, you know, the, the, the landfills that they have to put these batteries in do far more damage to our environment than, than my 5.7 Hemi in my Dodge truck. You know, we're not running out of oil. There's not a shortage of that. That's a natural resource, and God created it. So if he created it, we're not running short on it. You know, climate change is bullcrap. You might as well figure that one out. You know, there's still many, as many polar bears on the North Pole and the Arctic as there's ever been. Ice is still there. It's still cold. There's not going to be some sandy beach at the, the Arctic in 50 years. You know, this stuff is, is, is all created to drive fear into our lives so that it drives us into doing what they tell us to do because of the convenience of us not having to do our own research. So do pay attention to these things. Watch them coming up in, in the newscast. Do some research. Look up, you know, the social credit score and, and, and do some research on these things, digital currency, you know, the elite, look at these things, study out artificial intelligence, the Yuval Harari, some of these people, listen to what they're saying in these big speeches that they do in, uh, what is that, uh, Davos or Davos, Switzerland, um, you know, where the, the, the elite of the elite that all f- preach climate change fly their massive jets up there um, because they're saving the planet, um, you know, but anyway. They all meet there and and talk about what they're going to make us do. And, you know, it's time that we wake up, start doing our own research, study the Bible, study God's word, and let God lead you. The Bible says that he's a lamp unto my feet. Well, a lamp, it illuminates my surroundings, what's around me, my the circumference that light will shine around and I can see what's around me. It's a lamp unto my feet. And he said, it's a light unto my path. What is a light? Well, it's like your headlights on your vehicle. It shines into your future where you're headed and lets you see pitfalls, dangers, and distractions that are coming your way and how to avoid them and make counter maneuvers. That's what the word of God does for us. That's why it's more important than ever that we study the word, get in that book and say, God, I need you to lead and guide my life. I need you to make these decisions for me, and I need you to tell me what is right and what is wrong because you 
or the supreme moral giver, the lawgiver, is God. And God will not be mocked. This AI and stuff, you know, they'll get a little headway on it, but they're not going far. Because when you study out the word, the Antichrist and that system don't get too far. They get a little attention, but then they crumble. And by the time they think they've got it, Jesus says, well, no, I'm coming back. And, and he whoops them all. So it's all good. And in closing, we'll look at Revelations 13, verses 16 and 17. And it says here, and he causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond, to receive the mark in their right hand and on their foreheads. Now, when they say all, when you study out Revelations 13, church ain't here. So if you're part of the church, if you're saved, if you've accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you're not going to be here for that. But you've already heard these things talked about, about being chipped so it can control and tell your health, your heart rate, is there anything wrong with you? If you're running a fever, you know, you can buy and sell through these things. All of these things they're doing now. And then in verse 17, it says, and that no man might buy or sell, save he had the mark of the name of the beast or the number of his name. So you see, that's coming very soon after the church is raptured up and gone. So you see, when you see that, it says he causes small and great, rich and poor, free. And, he's not a respecter of person. If you're alive on this earth and you're going to buy and sell, you'll have to be allegiant to the Antichrist and you'll have to have this mark. So you can see that already how that would work with digital currency and social credit scores. You see, they'll be able to track and tell everything that you're doing, every move you make, every word that comes out of your mouth. I mean, it's just like on all our vehicles. You know, I know Chevrolet has OnStar. Uh, Ford has their uh, computer system. Uh, Dodge has theirs. But what we don't realize is, yeah, that's convenience, but do you know that, that the government now, if you was a threat to them, can track your vehicle? They can even shut it down, lock the doors where you can't get out of it. They can control everything about that vehicle. So is all of this stuff... We think it's a convenience, but at what price are we willing to pay for convenience? At what end do we say, wait a minute, enough is enough. We're not going to put up with this and tolerate this anymore. And when you do that, you have to be able to rely on the word of God because it is the truth and it is the only way. And get your life ready because soon and very soon that trumpet's going to sound and we're going to be caught up in the glory. Guys, we're out of time. I appreciate you. We had a great crowd on here tonight, and I appreciate everyone being on here. Do us a favor. Hit that like button if you hadn't. If you hadn't subscribed, do us a favor and subscribe to our channel. We really want to get more uh, subscribers. That gives us more uh, visibility on the platforms, and that gets the gospel into more hands and more ears and hearts. So do that. Also, share it on your social media platforms. If you're on podcasts, you can share those as well to your friends and family through text or however you do want to do it there. But that's your way of getting the truth into other people's hands and sharing the gospel to all who will listen. Guys, thanks again. We love and appreciate every one of you that take time out of your week to study God's word and the things that are going on current event-wise in our nation and how it pertains to the end times. I trust that something we've shared tonight has maybe opened your eyes and enlightened you on what's going on. But I want you to be encouraged and, and always be victorious because we win. We win in the end because we're going to be in glory when all the tribulation begins to happen. But we will tune in again next week. Don't forget us, 7 o'clock next Wednesday night. Invite somebody to tune in live with us, and I promise you they'll be blessed. We'll see you next week, guys.